news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Good morning and welcome to Bayou Sports here on a big Monday. Uh, of course, a uh, weekend after the Shukane Festival. Hopefully everyone had a good time and enjoyed uh, the festivities, the parades, and uh, back now to work. Anyway, in the meantime, uh, uh, well... We'll talk to Bob Rose at uh, quarter at 8, 7.45 on uh, the Saints, but a tough day yesterday for the young kicker groupie as uh, misses a late field goal to uh, win the game and uh, Packers make a uh, one of their historic comebacks against the Saints. Uh, Saints up 17 to nothing. Packers come back to win 18 to 17. We'll talk a little bit about that more later on today, but I guess the big news, and it's uh, finally out that uh, looks like uh, – Travis Kelsey's got a girlfriend watching him at the ball games. And yesterday, uh, uh, action also the Dolphins. Man, Sean Payton's got to wonder if he took the right job as the Dolphins put up 70 points on the Denver Denver Broncos defense yesterday. Miami came the fourth NFL team to score 70 points and racked up an NFL record 726 offensive yards. uh, While without one of their top playmakers in Jalen Waddle, they had a chance to break the record for points at 72 with a late field goal, but head coach uh, Mike Daniels, who was a former Broncos boy, boy, ball boy, elected to, uh, to hit a kneel. Uh, Tua Tagliavola uh, had a perfect first half. He was 16 out of 16 for 206 yards, two TDs, and running backs Raheem Mossett and uh, Devon Ashane uh, scored four TDs each and could be what could be, could we? Be watching one of the best offenses of all time. The Dolphins now at 1,651 total yards through three games. You know, the most ever in their 130 points trail only the 68 Cowboys. Small sample size, though, for sure. But the Finns look to be ridiculous. Of course, a uh, tough day for the Bears uh, as the Chiefs roll 41 to 10. And uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, well, they're totally official now. The Megastore watched Sunday's game with uh, Mama Kelsey, and she was seen leaving the game with Travis. And meanwhile, uh, I heard she was in the house, so I knew I had to get the ball to Travis, said Patrick Mahomes. In a post game, Kelsey had seven catches and a score. Of course, uh, the Fox broadcast team went all in on Swift's present. No and, doubt. Yeah. Uh, I was watching the game, and, uh, yeah, it was kind of shameless. I <laughs> didn't, didn't watch much of that game. Watched a couple others. But in the meantime, uh, with Swift's presence, and, you know, just know the NFL is eating this up with tens of thousands Swifties. Is that what they call her? Uh, Fans. Uh, yeah. yeah, suddenly interested in the rules of football. As for the game? That's now 13 straight losses for the Bears, who have surrendered at least 25 points in each of them. Of course, very dark, very dark times up in Chicago. Elsewhere around the NFL, the Patriots yesterday, uh, 15 to 10 over the Jets. The Jets have now lost 15 straight games to the Patriots in a streak that spans 2,829 days. Elsewhere, the Colts. Well, Matt Gay is the first player in NFL history to convert four field goals of 50-plus yards in a game. His 53-yarder in overtime clinched the win for the uh, Colts. 
Elsewhere, the Chargers, 28-24 to over the Vikings and have a day. Keenan Allen, uh, thank God I played him yesterday in my fantasy league. Keenan Allen had 18 catches, 215 yards, and threw for a touchdown pass for good measure. I think it was 49 yards, too. Meanwhile, we'll tell you about the Saints uh, getting uh, their hearts broken, 18-17 to uh, by the Packers up in uh, Green Bay. Meanwhile, the Cardinals, hey, surprise game of the day uh, with Baltimore, New Orleans, and Dallas losing. There will be just three Three and O teams by tomorrow. Of course, the Dolphins, 49ers, and Eagles. The Bucks winner tonight uh, with that game as the Eagles take on the Bucks. Meanwhile, Texas, the Texans, 37 to 17 over the Jaguars. Who would have thought that? C.J. Stroud is just the third quarterback to throw for 900 plus yards in his first three career starts, joining uh, Justin Herbert and Cam Newton. Elsewhere, the Browns embarrassed the Titans. Uh, the Dolphins had more offensive yards uh, on Sunday, 726, than the Titans have had all year, 721. Titans yesterday, I think, had 87 yards of total offense. Wow. Ouch. Elsewhere, uh, Seattle tops the Panthers. Uh, that's good for the Saints. The Seattle uh, crowd was electric, creating so much noise that Carolina had committed eight false starts during the course of the game. Uh, the Lions yesterday over the Falcons, another good uh, score there to see. As the Lions down the Falcons 20-6, to Detroit's defense dominated this one, recording seven sacks and allowing just 183 total yards of offense for the Birds. Elsewhere, the Bills all over the Commanders, 37-3. to uh, After falling to the Jets in Week 1, the Bills have outscored their opponents uh, by 73-13. Uh, last night, the Steelers hang on uh, to beat the Raiders, 23-18. Josh McDaniels' decision to kick a late field goal rather than go for it on fourth and four from the eight-yard line backfired. Uh, anyway, but uh, big games out there uh, right now. And uh, uh, just to give you some updates, too, college scores around the um, games uh, Saturday. Of course, uh, LSU comes out with a big win. Didn't think that uh, Arkansas would give them that close of a game. The Tigers win by a score of 34-31. to 31. Uh, elsewhere, UL finally back home to take on uh, Buffalo. The Cajuns dominated early, but Buffalo uh, makes a comeback. The Cajuns end up winning by 7, 45 to 38. Elsewhere around the state, Tulane Downs, uh, Nichols uh, 36 to 7 in a ball game that uh, pretty much uh, Tulane dominated, but uh, the Colonels uh, played hard. Meanwhile, Associated Press uh, polls are out too, and uh, some big games over the weekend. Uh, kind of changed some of the uh, outcome of some of the uh, uh, national polls. Of course, Georgia, the Bulldogs, uh, had a uh, somewhat of a dogfight, pardon the pun there, but uh, they come out on top late as they score late. The Michigan Wolverines uh, with Harbaugh back and uh, on the sideline uh, win their game uh, big. Ex- elsewhere, the number three ranked team in the country, the Texas Longhorns, keep it going. Uh, Ohio State with a big win over Notre Dame. A lot of people felt Notre Dame uh, had a good chance to win this game. Uh, but uh, Ohio State scores, what, the second to last, uh, maybe a last play of the game uh, to beat Notre Dame by a score of 17 to 14. And they move up to number four. Of course, the Buckeyes haven't lost to Notre Dame, if you can believe this, since 1936. Of course, they haven't played often. I was going to say. Yeah. Haven't played often, but uh, – have a commanding lead, one of the few teams that have a winning record over the Irish. Coming in at number five, Florida State, the Seminoles, uh, 
They also uh, win handily. Penn State, the Nittany Lions, thought that'd be a low-scoring game against Iowa, but they shut out Iowa 31 to nothing. The Washington Huskies just keep rolling. They're number seven. Number eight, USC, the Trojans come in 4-0. Uh, they pretty much uh, win that game pretty handily. Uh, elsewhere, of course, the Trojans this week take on Coach Prime. Coach Prime had a rough weekend this week as he journeyed uh, to Oregon to take on the Ducks, and the Ducks uh, pretty much flapped him. They beat them. Uh, they beat the Colorado Buzz forty-two to six, and Oregon State comes in at number nine. Utah, the Utes come in at number ten to round out the top ten. The Irish drop uh, from ninth to eleventh. Alabama at twelfth. Meanwhile, the LSU Tigers, with their win tight win over Arkansas, come in at thirteenth. Elsewhere around the um, College football world in the AP poll. The Oklahoma Sooners, are, of course, four and zero. They hang on to to win uh, as their fifteenth. Colorado, uh, excuse me, North Carolina comes in at fifteen. Mac Brown's team, the Duke Blue Devils, are four and zero. They come in at sixteen. The Miami Hurricanes at seventeen. Washington State Cougars with a big win over Oregon State. Uh, they drop to nineteenth. Uh, the Cougars uh, at eighteenth. Ole Miss holds on uh, and uh, they get defeated by Alabama. Uh, their first loss of the year. They're coming in at 20th. They dropped a spot of two as the uh, Rebels uh, lost to uh, Alabama 24-10. to Tennessee Volunteers come in at 3-1. and one. They won again this past weekend. The Florida Gators, as Coach uh, Napier uh, hangs on another skin on the wall, they're also at 3-1. and one. The Missouri Tigers uh, with a big win over Memphis uh, as Missouri comes in at 23. Kansas, the Jayhawks at 24. Fresno State, uh, the Bulldogs uh, come in at 25 for the uh, top uh, teams. Of course, Clemson lost that tough game to uh, Florida State in overtime as uh, the uh, Seminoles beat uh, Clemson, kind of knocked them out. That's their second loss in the ACC after losing their opening game of the weekend to Duke 28-7. to Elsewhere receiving votes, Kansas State, Kentucky, Colorado, who dropped out, as I mentioned, Louisville, UCLA, Maryland, TCU, Tulane, Syracuse, Wisconsin, Air Force, Clemson, and Texas A&M in the college world. So, uh, anyway, uh, of course, as I mentioned, uh, Coach Prime taking his first loss of the year. And, uh, of course, he said uh, we will be back. Of course, they got to take on the Trojans of Southern Cal this weekend. Not sure where that game's going to be played, but uh, – Pretty big uh, high school, uh, I mean, uh, college football game for Coach Prime. Meanwhile, speaking of high school football, some big-time scores around the state, and I have a whole host of them uh, right now. Of course, uh, the one that shocked me, uh, folks, I'm be quite honest, we'll have uh, the CHS Coaches Show on tonight. is Catholic High beats the Leesville uh, Wampus Cats by a score of 31-14. I looked all over. Jeff, don't know if you saw a score. I mean, a, not only a score, but an article about that game. Looked uh, in a lot of different places over the weekend to try to pick that up. But, um, of course, with the rain uh, uh, Friday night and also thunder and lightning. And, uh, I believe there uh, may have been a rain delay at some point. Yeah, probably a lot of games in the area. That rain started, what, 8.15, somewhere in there, uh, right after the game was getting ready to go into the uh, third quarter or into the third quarter. But the Panthers come on top, on top beat the Leesville Wampus Cats. 31 to 14 hopefully uh chs uh 
coaches show tonight, uh, uh, a little after the news and weather at 7. We'll have Coach uh, Matt Decimo on to talk a lot about that. Of course, uh, hats off to the Panthers for a big win. Elsewhere around, of course, we mentioned uh, a Friday morning, uh, Lorville comes through with a big win over at North Vermillion. That was a Thursday night game. Also, last Thursday night, uh, Delcom was uh, shut out by, uh, not shut out, but beaten 27-12 to by uh, Lake Arthur. Uh, other games of uh, interest as the Generate Tigers uh, keep it going. They beat Centerville 22 to nothing. They're 4-0 in the year right now. Other schools in the area, uh, St. John Downs, uh, West St. Mary by a score of 48-8. to uh, Also in the area, uh, scores uh, Erath, uh, journey to uh, Vermilion Catholic, and were beaten 38-14 to by uh, the Screaming Eagles. Elsewhere, Lafayette uh, went to Acadiana and got trounced 63-12. to The Lions go down to the Wrecking Rams. Uh, Sulphur loses to Karen Crow 57 to 14. Catholic High Baton Rouge went on to take on the Cougars of St. Thomas More. They get beat 35 28. Um, Sam Houston over Como 51 to nothing. New Iberia High uh, journey to uh, Southside. Uh, of course, they played that game in St. Martinville. Uh, and the Sharks uh, down the Yellow Jackets 49 to 26. Elsewhere in games, high school games around the area. Brobridge, uh, after getting beat by St. Martinville last week, they come back to hammer Ascension Episcopal 51-16. to uh, Cecilia, who has another good team this year, they beat Crowley 65-14. to Eunice over Northwest 19-8. Uh, to uh, Lafayette Christian journeyed up to Ruston to take on the uh, – the Bearcats, uh, they lose 29-26. Elsewhere, Opelousas uh, gets beat by Santa Mar, 28-22. Rain uh, d- drops Kaplan, 25-22. Notre Dame uh, journeyed to uh, Turlings Catholic and were beaten 34-14. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, Westgate, all over the St. Martinville Tigers uh, game played at Westgate uh, Friday night, 49-32. to uh, Some other games of interest, Franklin down Central Lafourche by a score of 30-28. to And as we mentioned uh, Friday morning, uh, Katiana Christian, a game we had here Thursday night, uh, uh, the Lions uh, down uh, North Shore Christian by a score of 44 to nothing, I believe, on uh, senior night that night, Jeff. So, uh, And uh, uh, pretty much around the area with scores. So uh, with that, uh, elsewhere. I did, uh, did find a box score on the Catholic High game. Looks like uh, Luke Lander had a pretty good night, 24 of 35. Um, Two touchdown passes, 257 yards. Uh, Catching uh, those balls, Jaden Mitchell, 12 catches for 182 yards and two touchdowns. Joseph LeBlanc, four catches, 24 yards. Jake Wyman, a couple of catches for 18 yards. uh, yards. Marcus Austin, two catches, 17 yards. Connor Segura, a couple of catches for eight. Leighton Mitchell, uh, 104 yards receiving, it looks like. or I'm not sure if that's a typo. Gavin Roy, a 104. Uh, let's see. Running the ball, Marquez Austin, 25 carries, 123 yards. Touchdown, Devin Mutaw, 8 of 24. Eight carries, 24 yards. And Luke Landry, three carries for 14 yards. Uh, yeah, so Curious, how did, did you have any, with that box score, did they show anything with regards I, I, to Xavier I, Ford, any of the Leesville numbers? No. Xavier Ford it was a highly talented running back uh, for Leesville uh, last year, ran for 280 yards against the Panthers. And uh, uh, with the numbers you were giving me, it looks like Catholic High, if uh, Luke Landry threw 35 passes, looks like they control the football the majority of the game. Of course, uh, when I was coming home uh, Friday evening, uh, 
and uh, they had a tremendous accident on uh, on Center Street and uh, Admiral Dahl and knocked out some of the lights out in that area. Of course, the rain was still coming down a little bit, and a lot of cars were leaving Catholic High about that time. It was around 9.15 or so, 9.30, and I thought maybe that uh, the game was over. Of course, with all the rain, I'm not sure they finished that game pretty late that night, too, because uh, lightning was popping pretty good in the area. So uh, usually when lightning pops, it's a 30-minute delay. Uh, until uh, there's not another lightning strike. And if there's another lightning strike 15 minutes uh, later, you had on another 30 minutes. So uh, not sure what time that game was completed. Of course, tonight on uh, the CHS Coaches Show, Coach Matt, Coach Matt Decimo will probably explain uh, to the fans uh, what took place and how successful the Panthers were in uh, knocking off uh, the Wampus Cats in a big ball game. Wampus Cats, I believe, yeah, a 4A school was in um, pretty much in the top ten in the state. They came in undefeated against the Panthers. So no, they're two and two now. They were okay. I thought maybe they won the, all three of their first games. So anyway, a big win for the Panthers uh, uh, in that, and we'll have that uh, on tonight more with uh, Catholic High. In the meantime, uh, saw um, some other news too that uh, here we go again as uh, Northwestern was unsuccessful. Uh, a few weeks ago, uh, a few months back, uh, trying to uh, declare that their football players were employees. And uh, I see where the uh, Dartmouth School is. Uh, looks like they're getting into that also. So uh, we'll see how that all is starting to going to shake out uh, with employees, uh, the football players in that regard. Of course, uh, before we bring on uh, Coach uh, Ryan Antoine in a few, uh, in another five to ten minutes or so, uh, uh, just quickly, baseball scores that the Twins and the Brewers both uh, clinched playoff spots over the week were eliminated for the first time since 2016. Uh, elsewhere, where it stands, six teams now have secured playoff berths and three have clinched their divisions. Thirteen teams have been eliminated. Playoffs clinched, of course, the Twins and uh, Braves, Dodgers, Orioles, Rays, and Brewers eliminated from the playoffs with the Yankees, Red Sox, Guardians, Tigers, White Sox, Royals, A's, uh, Angels, Mets, Nationals, Pirates, Cardinals, and Rockies. As the AL wildcard, the Rays or Orioles have the top spot locked up while three teams are fighting for the final two spots, and that's the Rays at 95-62. They're plus nine and a half. Uh, games back, the uh, Blue Jays are 87 and 69, two games back, plus two games back. The Astros are even at 85 and 71, while the Mariners are 84 and 71, a half a game back. Meanwhile, in the National League, the Phillies seem to have locked up the top spot, leaving four teams fighting for the final two. The Giants are 77 and 79, and the Padres, 77 and 79, are still alive, but just barely. Of course, the Phillies at 86 and 69, they're a plus four and a half. The Diamondbacks, 82 and 73, are a plus half game. The Cubs are even. Uh, the Marlins uh, at fourth are 81 and 75. They're just a game back. And the Reds at 80 and 77, a two and a half back of that. So uh, in the division races in the AL East, two-team race between the Orioles and the Rays with the loser already locked into the first wild card. The O's play the Nationals and the Red Sox this week. While the Rays play the uh, Red Sox and the Blue Jays. Out in the AL West, the Rangers have won five straight games to pull ahead of the Astros and the Mariners. Uh, elsewhere, all three teams could win the division or miss the playoffs entirely. Seattle's final two opponents at Houston and Texas. They're going to keep it interesting. Meanwhile, in the NL Central, the Brewers lead the Cubs by uh, six games. 
insurmountable six games, but it's also just a matter of time until they clinch their third division title, which they have in the past six seasons. Comes finish in Milwaukee, it would be quite uh, a week for the Cubs to uh, turn that around. Yeah. But, uh, the Cubs uh, swept Colorado over the weekend. Looked real good uh, Friday, Saturday. Had to come from behind yesterday, but won four to three. And you know the funny thing is David Ross, after losing two or three to the Pirates, kind of made some comments like uh, we shouldn't lose to a team like Pittsburgh, and uh, he needed Pittsburgh's help over the weekend beating Cincinnati, and they came from behind by nine runs yesterday. Pittsburgh did. Uh, Beat Cincinnati 13-12. to Elsewhere, tonight's big game, the Mariners host the Astros. That's on uh, 840. Of course, that's uh, going to be out uh, west. Uh, first game of a three-game set, a lot on the line for Seattle in the meantime. So uh, a lot going on in uh, baseball right now as the races are winding down. Uh, a lot of teams have been eliminated, but in the meantime, uh, Hopefully that uh, we'll see uh, some exciting games uh, with baseball. So uh, as I mentioned about the AP uh, college poll, of course, Colorado crashed out uh, after their blowout loss to Oregon. UCLA and Iowa also fell out. So uh, anyway, it's going to be interesting to see how that's all going to come into play. So uh, uh, anyway, elsewhere, more on this day in uh, 1926, the NHL granted franchises to Chicago and Detroit, making it a 10-team league with two divisions. Satchel Page on this day made his uh, final professional outing. Of course, Satchel Page uh, with his comment, don't look back, somebody may be gaining on you. He was 59 years old and pitched three scoreless innings for Kansas City against the Red Sox back in the day. Of course, uh, uh, Satchel Page uh, just a – Played, uh, uh, came into the National League, I think, or the American League in 1947, 48, after Jackie Robinson uh, made his uh, pitch. Elsewhere, time to take our first break this morning. Uh, we hope to have uh, Coach Ryan Antoine when we come back. You're listening to Bayou Sports here on a big Monday, September the 25th. Stick around with us. We've got a lot more to talk about. We'll be right back. Nowadays, none of us can be without adequate insurance coverage, but we still want to be sure we're getting the best value for the money. That's why so many people call the Schwing Insurance Agency to get a quote. The Schwing family has been handling the insurance needs of businesses and homeowners for almost 80 years. You can depend on Schwing Insurance to find the coverage you need at the best price. So before you buy a new policy or renew an existing one, call the Schwing Insurance Agency for a quote at 365-2357. Schwing Insurance, 300 East Main, across from the shadows. Is it time? Time for a new roof or to repair the old one? Hi, this is Jake Blanchard with L.A. Classic Roofing. We're a third-generation roofing contractor that has been in the business for over 70 years. As a locally owned and operated company, we're also licensed and insured for your peace of mind. We offer free estimates and a $100 referral fee for full roof replacement. Check us out on Facebook at L.A. Classic Roofing. And the number to call is 465-3888. L.A. Classic Roofing, professional roofing solutions since the 1950s. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy Athletic field provides challenges that test the competitor. It is in that challenge that you realize you can accomplish things you have never thought you could accomplish. I am Jacob Lander, and I'm running for state representative in District 49. 
I've created hundreds of jobs, good paying jobs that families can build prosperous lives based on those jobs. This is my challenge and I need your help. Your vote and your support will ignite a bright new future for all of us. Paid for by the Jacob Landry for Louisiana campaign. Now back to Bayou Sports on the all-new Kane 107.5. Welcome back to uh, Bayou Sports here on a big Monday, September the 25th. And uh, as I mentioned to uh, most of y'all, well, we'll have Coach Antoine on in a minute or two. But in the meantime, uh, hopefully everybody had a safe and uh, with the festival, Sugar Cane Festival. I think, and, uh, I think we've got the coach. Okay. Uh, anyway, good morning, Coach. Uh, Ryan Antoine, wake, welcome to Bayou Sports here on a big Monday. And a uh, big win for your program uh, Friday night. Yeah, good morning, guys. Uh, yeah, good win for our guys. And, you know, glad to be off to a point on start. And, again, happy birthday to you yesterday, a belated birthday. Hope it was a good one. Yeah, sir. Yeah, a lot of work to still be done. So, got to catch up right now and, you know, get, get ready for Calvary Baptist. There you go. Yeah. Coach, uh, let us tell us a little bit about the St. Martinville game and how it went. Uh, we're a game to start off. Uh, we had a two hour uh, lightning delay uh, with, with with the weather. Uh, had to come all the way back to the school, you know, and, and kind of get back to that stuff back together. And I feel like when we went out there, uh, I didn't do a good job of getting this prepared because we, we went out there flat and, you know, St. Martinville jumped on us early. Uh, scored a touchdown with the quarterback. And then, uh, the good thing about, it, you know, our offense was able to answer. And then, I mean, they came right back with a run with, uh, with their running back. Running back is a pretty good, pretty good player. Uh, he had over 150 yards in the first half on us. <clears throat> kind of hit us in the mouth with some things, but our offense, you know, got some things together and, uh, we was able to answer back, uh, a few times and go into the half, you know, up, up, by, up by a score. Uh, then we, you know, we made some adjustments defensively, and then you know, once again, our offense had probably one of their better nights because uh, <clears throat> at the end of the third quarter, we were up forty-two nineteen, um, and then you know, kind of took some of the guys out. They were able, they were able to score a little bit at the end, and uh, you know, kind of make it a little bit uh, better scoring game. But I think like you know, it's one of our better showings of the year, and I just like say once again, our kids, you know. Are playing hard. We still got some, you know, a lot of young kids getting a lot of good playing time, and just kind of keep, you know, preparing. And you know, we we in some dog fights right now. You know, playing some tough teams with, <clears throat> say, Martinville, Gaver Baptist, and then we go into district. You know, the following week after that, so no time to, you know, worry about, you know, getting guys, you know, better or healthy or whatever it is. We got to win, win, win the battle right now, and we just got to keep on playing. Looks like Tobias Gordon had a big night running the ball, sixteen. For 168 yards, three touchdowns, according to a box score I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah, Tobias has been playing lights out for us lately. Uh, he actually had a receiving touchdown as well. Um, you know, I mean, it didn't. Also, we thought he had a, he had his sixth touchdown. Uh, Could have been if you uh, we, we ended up running the ball on the one yard line, and we thought he had got in. We ended up going to quarterback sneak uh, with Jabari, but Jabari played real well as well. Uh, he had over 100 yards, you know, as, as well rushing and, and doing a good job of scoring some touchdowns for us. Like I say, offense is kind of, you know, starting to get, get, get in gear and, and, do, and do some better things. Uh, we needed them last, last on, you know, on Friday uh, because, you know, our defense was kind of, you know, reeling. Uh, St. Martinville did some good things and kind of hit us in the mouth in some areas and put us in some binds. So, uh, you know, we were, they were able to, you know, continue to keep on countering and, until we kind of caught our head defensively and was able to make some stops, you know. So definitely excited for, you know, the things that we're doing right now. We just got to keep on going. 
Uh, Coach, Stephen Blanco is that running back you're speaking about. Who You mentioned uh, ran for 150 yards in the first half against your defense. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, Def- definitely had 150 yards and, and 151, to be honest. Uh, we looked at the stats uh, at halftime, and uh, we were pretty, you know, you know, not happy about that. I mean, but, you know, once you kind of let him get his shoulder square, you know, he'll put you in the bind. Um, so, I mean, those are the things that, you know, we tried to worry about and, you know, they exposed us in some areas, and, you know, we have, we have some guys out, but that's no excuse. we got to do a better job defensively. You know, uh, we can't let guys run like that. I mean, um, Calvary also has, a you know, a real good back, real big back uh, that we got to worry about this week as well. So, you know, it, it, there's no let up. We just got to keep, keep getting better and try to stop their guys from, you know, getting uh, getting their shoulders square and, and coming downhill on them. And with the uh, with the lightning uh, causes, uh, and you had a two hour ra- coach. What time did y'all end up finishing up uh, the ball game? Did y'all have any other issues with the rain after the lightning? Uh, and I know you have a turf field, so that wasn't a, a major problem with regards to uh, any slipping or sliding or uh, people losing their feet because of the dampness and the rain. No, I think I mean I think we have one of the better turfs in the state. I think our you know our parents did a great job of. You know, getting getting the turf, you know, for the schools and doing a great job with that. Uh, so there was no any other, any other delays with that. It just, like I said, we just biggest thing is we came out there, and, you know, not focused and not ready, and I got to do a better job of getting us ready to go uh, when that happens. But yeah, definitely, you know, Blanco, you know, had a lot of yards on us early, and we got to do a better job, you know, stopping the run. Because I mean, if you want to go far in the playoffs, you have to better stop the run. There you go. How did the fans uh, hang uh, Friday night with all that uh, delay? I think we still had a decent crowd. I mean, you know, our fans, you know, stayed and wanted to see the game. I mean, you know, say Martinville, you know, it was a, you know, a rivalry game for us. You know, I think we lost, you know, some people because of that, uh, you know, because of the rain. But I mean, those are the tough things about, you know, where our stadium is and how far it is and all that. When people, you know, some people just went home. The good thing about it was the game was on TV. So I'm hoping some people still got to tune in and watch our kids play, you know, but I mean, that's definitely, you know, was a, you know, deterrent, you know, having to wait two hours to try to go out there and play. So we didn't get home. I know we didn't leave here. It's almost one thirty. you know, as, as coaches. You know, that was that was tough. And then wake up again, and, you know, and be ready for the next day. So that was tough. There you go. You mentioned Calvary Baptist, your next opponent, uh, hitting the road for that game, too. Uh, what do you recall from last year's game uh, at, at Westgate and how uh, – what do you take away from it uh, and uh, apply it uh, this Friday? Uh, yeah, we actually didn't play Calvary last year. We played in the playing like Magnolia School actually. We don't oh, that's feel right. like that. Yeah, yeah. We we didn't feel like we got a you know a good look from those guys and kind of got hit in the mouth once we got in the district. So we want to get a a better testing game, you know, before before we go into our district. We, you know, we feel when our our district is the toughest district in the state. So you don't want to go into that you know into district you know half stepping. So Calvary, you know, they're the number one team in in their classification. They're undefeated. You know, they put up points. You know, they're they're loaded. You know, across the board, you know, um, they're a 2A school, but they don't look it nowhere close. You know, look, like they can be a 5A school and competing against 5A school with the talent they have and the size that they have. So we definitely got to play one of our better games to just go out there and be able to go compete with those guys. There you go. You're not uh, unfamiliar with these trips uh, to Shreveport and other far reaches of the state. Uh, how do you prepare for it on game day? Uh, the good thing is, you know, like I said, we try to, you know, people that follow us for a while, we try to make sure we take a up-north trip you know, once a year just to try to get ready for the playoffs and just try to see different referee associations. Uh, and, and that's and also get our kids prepared for, you know, leaving school early, preparing for a playoff, taking that ride, and just better, you know, go and go and play in, in, the, in the tough football game. So 
those are the things that we've done. You know, we went to Cleveland last year, um, so we're going to kind of use that same schedule uh, and that same, you know, breakdown, you know, throughout the week of, of how we get prepared for those guys. So hopefully that works for us and we'll be okay. Real good. Coach, any other uh, things uh, fans may want to know if they're planning on making that trip? Uh, yeah, I mean, the, 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 it's a nice, beautiful stadium. Uh, I think it's a, it's a great trip. You know, you want to spend a weekend out there and, you know, and, and come see us play. I think that's two of the top teams in the state, you know, will be getting, going at each other uh, this Friday night. So please come out and support our kids. I know, I know their stands will be packed. We just need some guys to come support us as well. There you go. Coach, always a pleasure having you join us on these Monday mornings, and we'll uh, check in with you again on Saturday morning after uh, you guys get back. All right. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, right, Coach. Good luck to you, Coach. Anyway, Westgate Tigers with a big win over St. Martinville. I think he mentioned that uh, got behind kind of early, had to shake them up a little bit, but come back strong, score 49 points to beat St. Martinville. The Tigers are uh, 49-32 to 32 in a big game. Stephen Blanco, by the way, a big commitment for the Cajuns, uh, that young man. Cullen Charles, also a wide receiver, DB for uh, St. Martinville, committed to uh, Arizona State, of course, uh, uh, Westgate's got their own, uh, a few of their players also have got uh, commitments out. One to LSU, uh, the defensive lineman, Damare, I'm trying to remember his uh, last name, but a big defensive tackle for uh, the Westgate Tigers, an LSU commitment right now. Meanwhile, before we take our next break, and I'll get Bob Rose on the line to talk about the uh, Saints game yesterday. Uh, meanwhile, I was asking Jeff earlier, Usher gets the gig an R&B superstar uh, will headline Super Bowl 58 uh, halftime show at uh, uh, Stadium over in Las Vegas, uh, Apple announced uh, yesterday. Meanwhile, some history made yesterday is Haley Van Voris, a safety at a D3 Shenandoah, became the first woman to play in an NCAA football game other than the position than as a kicker. And that took place over the weekend right now. Over in Europe, uh, Europe keeps the crown, and Team Europe retained the Salham uh, Cup over Team USA with a 14-14 tie, the first ever draw in the event's history. Meanwhile, last night in WNBA uh, semifinals, the Sun upset the Liberty 78-63 to take a 1-0 lead. Aces Cruz passed the Wings 97-83 with that. So uh, with that, just about time to take a uh, break here and bring on Bob Rose, uh, the Saints beat writer in Sports Illustrated. We'll go ahead and uh, you listen to Bayou Sports here on a big Monday, September 25th. We'll be back with Bob right after this. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. With more than 50 years of pain diagnosis and pain relief experience, Headache and Pain Center offers the latest in interventional pain relief techniques at two locations in Gray and here in New Iberia. Compassionate board certified physicians and the caring staff offer minimally invasive ultrasound and fluoroscopy guided procedures that diminish or eliminate pain without open surgery, opioids, or major downtime. When you're in pain, you know who to call. Headache and Pain Center, 337-560-0880 or go to answer to pain.com. I am Jacob Lander, and I'm tired of seeing Louisiana fumble away good paying jobs to our neighbors across the Sun Belt. That's why I'm running for state representative of District 49. 
because bringing opportunity back to Louisiana is a touchdown for all of us. As your next state representative, I will work hard to expand vocational training programs so that all of our people can have the tools to succeed. I am Jacob Landry, and I am a proven job creator. All I need is your support and your vote. Paid for by the Jacob Landry for Louisiana campaign. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Now back to Bayou Sports. Phone lines are open to talk sports at 367-1240. Welcome back to Bayou Sports here on a big Monday, September the 25th. And on the line with us uh, is Bob Rose with uh, the beat writer for the Saints for Sports Illustrated. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Morning, gentlemen. I, you know what I'm doing all right, doing my shoulder exercises in case uh, in case the uh, New Orleans Saints give me a call as uh, some backup duty. How are you? Uh, well, we're uh, we're fine, uh, of course. Uh, you can't say that the Saints didn't have a chance to win that game late mm-hmm. as the young kicker uh, groupie uh, was sitting on what a 47 yard field goal and pushed it uh, pushed it right at the end uh-huh. of the game uh, with that. And of course, uh, the big news. Is uh, how's our quarterback, uh, you know, Derek Carr? How's he uh, going to come out of everything and uh, with that game? And uh, they say it's not as serious as they first thought, but uh, any kind of injury to your throwing shoulders got to uh, command uh, some notice. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, and I'm with you. It looked very serious when he first went down. Uh, you know, I'll spare you the language that I was using towards uh, to- towards the team's offensive line. Uh, it is good news to hear, uh, you know, that it isn't quite as serious as many of us thought that it, uh, you know, we're waiting to hear. Uh, you know, and we'll hear more specific news, uh, you know, maybe as early as today. Uh, you know, if not, then certainly by the middle of the week. Uh, but it sounds like Derek Carr has a uh, you know, has a sprain to the AC joint in his throwing shoulder. Uh, you know, that that's a tricky injury. Um, you know, not only like you said, uh, you know, is it a quarterback's throwing arm, uh, you know, which you know, requires extra delicate care, uh, you know, and rehabilitation. Uh, but an AC joint, yeah, you you, uh, you you agitate that, and you know, you're looking at potential reconstruction surgery down the road. So you know, the the Saints would be foolhardy. Derek Carr would be foolhardy not to approach this with the utmost caution. Of course, the Saints uh, had an opportunity to. Uh, Jameis Winston comes in, does okay, uh, considering everything. But uh, that final drive after Green Bay scores to go ahead and uh, and kick the extra point to take that eighteen to seventeen lead. He leads him down the field uh, to put the Saints in position. Of course, Olave made just uh, two incredible catches uh, during the course of uh, the game uh, yesterday, and uh, with that. Uh, you know, Olave's kind of uh, taking uh, uh, Michael Thomas's spot. Olave eight catches for 104 yards yesterday, with a long being 28 yards. He was targeted 11 times. Thomas six uh, catches for 50 yards. And uh, but the Saints would um, still really really bothers me. Their running game uh, is uh, non-existent almost yesterday, as they ran for I don't know approximately uh, nine, uh, I guess 80 yards, uh, possibly uh, 70 something yards yesterday. Uh, in that game against uh, 
the Packers, and, uh, you know, you've got to have a pretty good running game to keep the ball away from the opposition, uh, making first downs uh, last night. Uh, I could see that with the Steelers uh, doing that, uh, holding on to the ball with uh, Harris and uh, his other running mates. Uh, but the Saints, uh, if uh, Derek Carr is out for any time, uh, Jameis Winston, uh, he's got to take the lead and control on that. And uh, uh, I'm still wondering how that will play out, too. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it certainly looks like this is going to be Jameis Winston's offense for the foreseeable future. Uh, yeah, and it, it, it's all hands on deck. Uh, you know, it, it, you know, the next man up mentality, which we know New Orleans, you know, it takes, takes wholeheartedly. Uh, you know, and reinforcements are on the way. Alvin Kamara will be back in uniform next week, uh, you know, with his three game, uh, league suspension now over. Uh, yeah, and, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't mind what I saw out of Kendra Miller yesterday. Uh, you know, that young man showed that he had some pop in his legs. Uh, you know, I, I, I'd like to see him, uh, you know, I, I'm anxious to see, uh, you know, what he can do with a few games of experience under his belt. Uh, yeah, but listen, it doesn't matter whether you have Kendra Miller, Alvin Kamara, Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, and Jim Brown back in that backfield. As long as this offensive line keeps performing at the uh, putrid level that they are, uh, you know, the, these backs aren't going to have any holes uh, you know, to hit, uh, you know, which is going to force the Saints to be more one-dimensional, like we've seen most of the first three weeks, and you know, subject your quarterback you know, to, to extra punishment, uh, you know, pressures, hits, hurries, sacks. You know, we, we've, we've seen the gambit uh, you know, from this abysmal offensive line so far, and that remains, you know, obviously, Derek Carr's health. Uh, you know, it, it is a concern. Uh, but again, you know, it, just like with running back, doesn't matter who you have. You know, you could have Michael Vick, Lamar Jackson, Fran Tarkenton at your quarterback. They're going to take hits, punishment, and not have time to throw as long as this offensive line is in front of them. And I just, I, I don't get the struggles there, guys. I really don't. Yeah, it looks like uh, uh, Trevor Penning is still having issues uh, protecting his blind side. And uh, with that, uh, the Saints, uh, as you mentioned, the offensive line, uh, the pass blocking, run blocking, uh, all the same. And Carr just hadn't – yesterday, he, he, you know, he, his percentages weren't bad uh, with that. But his uh, – it seems like he's just a lot of short passes. Uh, uh, of course, he did chunk a couple down deep uh, during the course of the game. But uh, in the meantime <coughs> – uh, I felt a lot of these uh, just little uh, uh, sideline passes uh, to the Saints uh, receivers. Of course, Carr, yes, he was, when he was in the game, he was 13 out of 18 for 103 yards and a score. And uh, Winston was 10 out of 16 for 101 yards and, of course, leading him down the field. Miller, uh, nine uh, runs for 34 yards, as long of uh, 10 uh Tony Jones, uh, a junior, eight carries, 31 yards, 19 yards long, and uh, even uh, Tyson Hill had four carries for 12 yards. Uh, didn't attempt mm-hmm. a pass yesterday, uh, and I'm sure uh, uh, Rashid Shahid, uh, running back that punt, kind of gave the Saints, you know, kind of a little confidence there, But uh, and he's still a fine player. But uh, the Saints, I believe, committed, uh, and team, uh, I want to say they had uh, – Seven penalties and those two big interference calls uh, in the fourth quarter really kind of changed the momentum in that game. You could see the crowd getting into the game uh, thinking that uh, we can win this still, and um, they went on to win the game. And uh, those uh, interference calls, one I thought was kind of tough. The other, uh, quite, uh, he'd grabbed him. But uh, those two calls uh, in the fourth quarter kind of set precedent for the Packers to go on to take uh, the lead in that game. 
Yeah, yeah, no question about it. Uh, yeah, and uh, wow, I, I'll try to be as politically correct as I can when I you know, when I talk about officiating. You know that. Um, I was waiting for Alante Taylor to get a, a, a big flag or two on him uh, because you know Alante played an outstanding game. Do not get me wrong, uh, but he continues on downfield throws, and we saw this all last year too. Uh, you know, he just he doesn't get his head turned around fast enough. And, you know, in the NFL, especially when you're you know, dealing with, uh, I guess I'll just call it questionable officiating, uh, you know, you, you need to dot every I, cross every T, uh, you know, and do everything nearly perfect if you're a, a defensive back, uh, you know, especially when you're playing against certain teams or against certain wide receivers. Uh, you know, and uh, Alante is fine a defensive player as he is. Uh, you know, and I, I really do love him as a player. Uh, you know, again on those downfield throws, he's got to get his head turned around. Uh, you know, I saw I, I saw four or five instances during the course of the game where I, frankly, I was waiting for a flag. Uh, you know, because you know these NFL officials are just you know, waiting for an excuse. Uh, you know, a, 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 especially in certain situations. Now, Alante is going to be fine going forward. Uh, you know, frankly, I thought that he was the best defensive player on the field uh, for New Orleans yesterday, uh, you know, and the second best defensive player overall outside of Rashawn Gary. Uh, you know, so uh, you know, so I have no worries about Alante. It just yeah, you, know, you can't make those crippling mistakes at you know, at, at critical times. Uh, you know, especially when you're dealing with a uh, you know with an offense that's struggling with penalties and self-inflicted miscues on you know, on their own. Yeah, Adebo uh, missing uh, yesterday's action uh, uh, really hurt the Saints too. I felt yeah. uh, even though he's been up and down, uh, just having another experienced cornerback in the game uh, might have made a difference. And the the big thing that I felt the Saints pretty comfortable with, and the line during that game changed. Uh, with that, as uh, I think a host of Packers missed that game, of course, Aaron uh, Jones, the running back, and some others, you know, offensive linemen and uh, make break. And in the meantime, uh, the, the I think it went, it started off uh, during the week at like uh, two and a half, three. And I think the Saints were favored at kickoff time as uh, mm-hmm. maybe about point or, or, or one and a half. Uh, in the meantime, but a Debo missing, but you're right. Uh, they've got to right that ship. they got some corrections to make with the offensive line. I thought the defense, again, held their opponent under 20 points. Uh, Saints have done that now. I can't recall the number of games, but they've been pretty successful, you know, limiting the uh, the uh, opposition from scoring uh, 20 points, which have done, I don't know, six, seven, eight games now. Uh, they've limited opponents uh, to less than 20 points in the defense. Uh, you know, if you keep somebody under 20, you're hoping that you can uh, score the three touchdowns and win the game. Yeah, and you should win a game if you if you hold your uh, opponent under 20 points. Uh, you know, and I didn't think the Saints played their best defensive game uh, by any stretch of the imagination yesterday. Uh, you know, Marshawn Lattimore, I thought, had a poor outing. Uh, you know, the defensive line just didn't generate any pressure all no, day no, long. Right. Uh, they, you know, they, they were okay against the run. Uh, you know, just no pressure, and you know that that came back to bite them. Uh, you know, in, in the final quarter and a half, because Jordan Love got a little bit of confidence going. Uh, but you know, outside of that, like you said, you know, when, when you know when the pack even moved the ball through the first two quarters or so, New Orleans stiffened up when it counted most. And, 
Yeah, and, and we saw this play you know, scenario play out through all of last season too, uh, you know, where the Saints would hold most opponents to 20 points or under. Uh, but their record in those games last year was absolutely awful. It's the reason why they missed the playoffs. Uh, now you're sitting at two and one, and you're doing so. You know, you you did so without uh, your your best, arguably your best offensive player in Alvin Kamara, uh, but. Yeah, how much can you really count on this offense going forward, especially with the struggles up front? Uh, you know, it, the the load is going to continue to be shouldered by the defense, and it's a shame that we have to sit here on a Monday morning, uh, you know, after a loss where the Saints only gave up 18 points and point the finger of blame, you know, to some extent at the defense. Oh, they weren't able to pressure, you know, the passer enough. Oh, Lattimore wasn't, you know, the Lattimore that we've seen the first two weeks. Uh, you know, it's just it's an awful lot of pressure for this unit to shoulder right now. Well, the Saints uh, get back home uh, next Sunday, uh, I believe noon kickoff, uh, uh-huh. as they take on the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers, who have a game tonight. <laughs> so they got a short week. Uh, let's see. The Saints right now, uh, of course, they haven't played tonight, uh, Tampa Bay, but uh, the Saints are a three-point pick for next Sunday's game over in the uh, Superdome. Uh, should be an interesting game. We'll see how Tampa comes to uh, their game tonight as they, uh, they take on, uh, uh, I believe, Philadelphia. Yeah, for the Eagles, uh, the reigning mm-hmm. NFC champs. Uh, so, uh, And they're a five-point dog uh, in Tampa Bay uh, uh, as the Eagles come uh, marching in. Uh, that's a 6-15 game tonight, I believe, on ABC. So, uh, I think that's the ESPN game. I think the Bengals are on ABC. Anyway, but uh, it should be interesting tonight to see how Tampa Bay uh, holds up against the Eagles. Yeah, and Tampa Bay's off to a surprising 2-0 and start themselves. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm with you. I'm in, uh, I'll be interested to see uh, you know, how they handle the physicality of Philadelphia on both sides of the ball, and it'll be telling on what to expect from the Buccaneers next week. Uh, you, know, you, had, you, you have to laugh, you know, assuming Jameis Winston is going to be the starter going into week four. You know, who does he get to face? The team that knocked him out uh, you know, with a knee right. injury a couple of years ago, and, you know, and, and his former team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, you know, and we know, uh, you know we know the Buccaneers uh, you know, will bring a lot of pressure on opposing backfields. So you know the Saints are going to have to come up with some quick answers, uh, you know, and work with Jameis. Uh, you know, get that ball out of your hands quick. Make uh, you know make decisive decisions. Uh, in addition to, of course, not making any mistakes with the football. Uh, this is a divisional rival. Uh, you know, Atlanta, Carolina both lost yesterday. So you know, if you're looking for a bright side, you know, being a Saints fan, uh, yeah, that's something to hang your hat on. Uh, you know, maybe Philadelphia will be able to do the Saints a, a little bit of a favor tonight too. Yeah, that's a hopefully so, though, uh, with that, uh, Bob. So uh, we'll see, but uh, hopefully have you back on next week uh, around this uh, time, 745, to talk about the Saints' big win over Tampa Bay uh, <laughs> this coming Sunday. Uh, looking forward to it, guys. Let's, yeah, let's hope we have a, a happier Monday a week from today. Absolutely. Bob, again, remind us uh, how we can follow your work. Uh, always a pleasure to join you all on Monday morning. You know that. Uh, folks, you can follow me on Facebook, uh, Bob Rose, R-O-S-E. I'm over on Twitter, at Bobby R. 2613 and please follow not only my work but also that of john Hendricks, ross jackson kyle t mosley at the saints news network check them out on uh at saints news on twitter and we do uh you know the the work for the uh, new orleans saints on the si.com team channel as well so check that out real good bob always a pleasure 
Have a great week, guys. We'll talk soon. You All bet. right. Thank you, Bob. And let me uh, correct myself. Uh, it is ABC for the early game today. Uh, kind of surprised. That means uh, Wheel of Fortune gets bumped. Not only that, the news. My goodness uh, gracious. The local channel uh, in Lafayette. Uh, so uh, the seven fifteen game Rams Bengals. That'll be on both ESPN and ESPN two. Uh, apparently a Manning cast tonight. Yeah, uh, with that, too. Uh, so um, some big games tonight, uh, not through uh, fantasy football. I uh, got a little lead right now, but <laughs> it's a precarious lead. As uh, one of my uh, compadres has a couple players going tonight, I'm done for the week. So uh, fantasy football is still out there. Anyway, it's time to take our next break, too. I uh, want to thank Bob Rose uh, for coming on, as he does each Monday. But uh, you listen to Bayou Sports here on a big Monday, September 25th. We'll be back with, with more in today in sports history right after this. Is it time for a new roof or to repair the old one? Hi, this is Jake Blanchard with L.A. Classic Roofing. We're a third-generation roofing contractor that has been in the business for over 70 years. As a locally owned and operated company, we're also licensed and insured for your peace of mind. We offer free estimates and a $100 referral fee for full roof replacement. Check us out on Facebook at L.A. Classic Roofing. And the number to call is 465-3888. L.A. Classic Roofing, professional roofing solutions since the 1950s. With more than 50 years of pain diagnosis and pain relief experience, Headache and Pain Center offers the latest in interventional pain relief techniques at two locations in Gray and here in New Iberia. Compassionate board certified physicians and the caring staff offer minimally invasive ultrasound and fluoroscopy guided procedures that diminish or eliminate pain without open surgery, opioids, or major downtime. When you're in pain, you know who to call. Headache and Pain Center, 337-560-0880 or go to AnswerToPain.com. Nowadays, none of us can be without adequate insurance coverage, but we still want to be sure we're getting the best value for the money. That's why so many people call the Schwing Insurance Agency to get a quote. The Schwing family has been handling the insurance needs of businesses and homeowners for almost 80 years. You can depend on Schwing Insurance to find the coverage you need at the best price. So before you buy a new policy or renew an existing one, call the Schwing Insurance Agency for a quote at 365-2357. Schwing Insurance, 300 East main across from the shadows. Hi, this is Boxcar Badger inviting you to join me and PGA Golf Professional Teddy Swyman for Chip Shots. Mondays from 5 to 6 p.m. we'll take an in-depth look at the local, state, and national golf scenes. And we invite you to chip in with your calls at 367-1240. Chip Shots is sponsored by GolfBalls.com and our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, King Road, and Sugar Oak. So let's make it tea time for 5 p.m. on Mondays for Chip Shots on Kane. Dream us live on Kane1240.com and catch the podcast for the next day. Now back to Bayou Sports on the all-new Kane 107.5. Welcome back to Bayou Sports here on a big Monday, September 25th. Uh, and uh, just last night, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers charter plane for, uh, from Las Vegas had to make an emergency landing in Kansas City, Missouri, uh, early Monday morning. Steelers spokesman uh, posted on social media that everyone on the plane is safe and the team is making necessary plans to arrive back in Pittsburgh later today, but multiple Pittsburgh media outlets uh, reported the plane landed at uh, at the KC uh, Airport at 3:55 a.m. Uh, Central Time because of all pressure failure in one of the engines. Fire trucks were at the scene inspecting the Airbus uh, A330-900, according to a Pittsburgh CBS affiliate, KDKA, which had the news uh, crew aboard the plane. Meanwhile, the Steelers were returning uh, to Pittsburgh after last night's uh, big 23-18 victory over the Raiders. 
Steelers veteran defensive lineman Cam Haywood quipped in on social media platform X that the emergency landing was a result of a roughing the passer call on a teammate, Minka Fitzpatrick. Meanwhile, uh, Haywood also joked that the Steelers might need their ride home arranged by uh, Travis Kelsey and pop star, superstar Taylor Swift, who attended Sunday's game in Kansas City after an invitation by the Chiefs star tight end. Anyway, a replacement plane, I should say, is expected to arrive in Kansas City at 9 a.m. Central Time to pick up uh, the 182 passengers and take them back to Pittsburgh, according to multiple reports. The Steelers, who improved to 2-1 and with that win last night, uh, already had been given Monday off by head coach Mike Tomlin. They faced the Houston Texans in Houston next Sunday. So, uh, anyway, glad to see they're safe too, Jeff, in that regard. So, uh, as uh, as you know, professional sports teams all around the country uh, now, uh, you never see a deck of train anymore like they did oh, back in the 30s and 40s or even the 20s. But uh, air travel is the way to go today. And, of course, with the uh, teams uh, all over the country now, uh, air flight uh, is the way to go. Anyway, today in sports history, on September the 25th, Back in 1924 on this day, Malcolm Campbell sets a world auto speed record, 146 miles an hour, way back in 1924. Also in this date, as I mentioned earlier, 1926, your Blackhawks were given franchises. Uh, the NHL gave franchises to the Blackhawks and the Detroit Red Wings on this day. Elsewhere in this date, 1926, Yankees offer the Browns, uh, or the Browns, Yankees take a DH doubleheader from the Browns. That's the St. Louis Browns who become the Baltimore Orioles to clinch the AL pennant. Also in this date, Jimmy Fox in 1932 hits his 58th homer in the last game of the season. Of course, uh, too shy of a Roos record set in 27. Also in this date, 1934, Lou Gehrig plays in his 1500th consecutive game on this date back in 34. Also in this date, 1941, the Dodgers win their first pennant in 21 years. They go on to lose the series to the Yankees, though, and Mickey Owen can't catch a third call strike as the ball gets away from him. And uh, the Yankees go on to win the game in the top of the ninth. Elsewhere on this date, also in 1949, despite 71 injuries, the Yankees have been in first place all season until the Red Sox move into a tie, but the Yankees end up winning the pennant that year and also beat the Dodgers again in the World Series. Also in this date, 1955, outfielder Al Kaline at 20 years of age is the youngest batting champ uh, in uh, American League history. Also in this date, 1960, the Yankees clinch the pennant, but they're going to lose the World Series to the Pirates in one of the lopsided World Series in uh, history. Also in this date, 1960, the Phillies beat the Reds 7-1, ending 16 consecutive Sunday losses in that regard. Also in 1962, Sonny Liston, the challenger, knocks out the world heavyweight champ Floyd Patterson in 206 of round one at Comiskey Park in Chicago to win the world heavyweight boxing title. Also in this date, 1965, 60-year-old Satchel Page of the KC Athletics pitches three scoreless innings. We had mentioned that a little bit earlier. Also in this date, 1973, the New York Mets beat the Expos 2-1 to one on Willie Mays night at Shea Stadium in New York City. Also in this date, 1979, the California Angels win their first NL West pennant. Uh, elsewhere on this date, in 1984, New York Met, uh, La Grande Orange, uh, Rusty Staub joins Ty Cobb, who hit homers as a teen, teens and in their 40s in Major League Baseball. Also in this date, in 1994, uh, 
Oliver McCall TKO's Lennox Lewis in the second round for the heavyweight boxing title. Also on this date, 2016 in the Tour Championship Men's Golf at East Lake Country Club, Rory McElroy of Northern Ireland wins in a playoff from Kevin Chappelle and Ryan Moore. Biggest uh, winner's prize in golf ever. He wins $10 million. Birthdays today. Born on this day back in 1917, the scooter, Phil Rizzuto, the Yankee Hall of Fame shortstop, also broadcaster for the Yankees for many years uh, uh, on WCBS Radio and WPIX-TV. Born in Brooklyn, New York. Also born on this date, the first uh, African-American uh, Southeastern Conference coach in 1954, Sylvester Croom, who coached the Mississippi State uh, Bulldogs for a few years, the first SEC coaches I mentioned. He was uh, African-American, born in Tuscaloosa, Alabama on this date in 54. Also born on this day in 1965, a Hall of Fame uh, basketball player, Scottie Pippen of the Chicago Bulls, born on this date, MVP of the game, uh, gold medal in 92 and 96, born in Hamburg, Arkansas. Passing away on this date back in uh, 1929, one of the first great Yankee coaches, Miller Huggins, Hall of Fame manager, World Series titles, uh, six-time AL pennant champion, dies of uh, a blood disorder at the age of 51. Of course, he gave Babe Ruth a hard time. And Miller Huggins, I think, was the first one to have uh, memorialized out in center field with the Yankees along with uh, Gehring and Ruth later on. Elsewhere on this date, uh, born, uh, dying on this date, 2016, uh, Army's Arnie, Arnold Palmer, uh, passing away on this date. Seven major golf titles, the Masters, four Masters. Dies of heart failure at 87 years of age. Of course, uh, go back to the quote of the day uh, in that regard. As Arnold Palmer uh, said, you know, golf is deceptively simple and endlessly complicated. It satisfies the soul and frustrates the intellect. It is at the same time rewarding and maddening, and it's without doubt the greatest game mankind ever invented. Arnold Palmer talking about uh, his golf, and uh, I can remember with him watching him at a tournament up at Shoal Creek back the PGA Championship and the crowd lining up to watch him hit a ball. And uh, as he told the crowd uh, on both sides of the ball, you know, I used to hit this ball straight, but I want you people, you better move over a little bit more. I can't hit it as straight as I used to anymore. Anyway, Arnold Palmer, just a, a champion of golf and just a great uh, person for the game of golf. Anyway, Jeff, that's today in sports history here on a big Monday, September 25th, and don't know if we might have an article or two or an th- interesting uh, story later. Mm, that's, um, I didn't see anything um, so uh, drastic that we need to uh, end on a positive note. Uh, Oregon and uh, Deion uh, Sanders, uh, some interesting back and forth there, uh, a lot of uh, showmanship, but Oregon gets the last laugh. I'm going to talk more about that during Tesh Matters. In the meantime, Big thanks to our sponsors, L.A. Classic Roofing, their Schwing Insurance Agency. Also want to thank Headache and Pain Center, Cane Row Golf and Turf Club, and Jacob Landry, candidate for State Representative District 49. Thanks to our guests, Ryan Antoine and Bob Rose. Appreciate them coming on tomorrow. Terry Martin should be joining us about 7.30 or so. Laurelville's head football coach. We'll look forward to that and more.